Good morning, everybody. It's great to be with you this morning. I'm going to be continuing the series of the kingdom of heaven is like this morning, which is looking at the parables which Jesus told. Let's pray and then let's jump straight into it. Father, we want to thank you for this morning. Lord, we pray that you will just come and fill the rooms which we're listening to this in this morning. Lord, will you just teach us something new? Encourage us with what's about to be said. In Jesus' name. Amen. This morning we're going to be looking at arguably the most famous uh, parable which Jesus told. The parable of the lost son. I'm going to be looking at it in the Bible, but I really encourage you in your own time to go and look at it. You may have read it before. I'm sure many of, of us have read it numerous times before. It can be found in Luke 15 uh, verses 11 to 32. But I encourage you, go check it out because God always has something new for us. So we all know the story. We know that the son asks for, for his inheritance, he then goes and spends it all. He drops to the bottom of society and then he realises I could go back to my father, but not as a son, as a paid servant. So he goes back, the father welcomes him and the, son, sec, the oldest son refuses to accept him back. That is a very quick summary, so I do encourage you to take the time to go and read it yourself. I'm going to draw out some bits of this um, story to just sort of um, highlight a couple of things for us as we look at it in our own time. The first bit is right at the beginning of the story when the son asks the father for his inheritance. The son is the youngest of the two and he um, asking for their um, his inheritance meant that the father would cut it into three as he had two sons. The oldest son would get two thirds and the youngest son would get the final third. In doing this, the son was saying to the father, you're dead to me. I want no relationship with you. That was a big deal in those days. It'd be considered a big deal now. Yeah. But the father still gave it to him because he loved his son. He was willing to do what his son asked because he loved him so much. Father, uh, the father lets the son go and as the son goes, he spends his money on things that he really shouldn't be spending them on and drops to the bottom of society. When he eventually realises that he's dropped to the bottom of society and that in, some script, uh, in the scriptures it said that the food that he was feeding to the pigs he was working with looked good to him to eat. That's how low he was, that's how little he had. He knew that the father, even those who weren't considered sons, the ones who were servants, still had more than what he had because his father was good and he looked after uh, his servants and those who work for him. So he decided, I'll go back. As he was still way off, it says, the father saw his son and he ran to him. You know, modern day, picturing somebody running is quite easy, you know, jeans or shorts or trackies or whatever. And, uh, but back then it would have been robes. And this father lifted his robes 
It said he was filled with love and compassion for his son. He lifted his robes and ran down to his son. That would have been a massive deal. You know, he was willing to embarrass himself in front of all his workers to accept his son back. He didn't uh, hesitate because he loved his son and he missed his son. He missed the relationship. When he gets to his son, as the son's about to prepare or was about to say his prepared speech to the father about how the son sinned against him and against heaven and didn't deserve to be his son anymore, but wanted to just work as a paid worker. The father didn't have any of it. He uh, was willing to forgive the son. He welcomed him back. The scriptures say it's a very famous line um, one of the most famous lines in the Bible this son of mine was lost, but now he is found. The son, uh, the father recognised that the son had gone and he wanted him back. He didn't just stop there. He gives him robes, which Ellie um, discussed really well last week. The robes of righteousness. It was welcoming him back into the family. It was showing that what you're wearing now doesn't uh, signal you out. It doesn't... Um, put you against everybody else, but it puts you back in my family. He gives him a ring, which is a signifier that he belonged to the family. That was a big deal. He didn't stop there. He gives him sandals. Paid workers would not receive sandals. The father was accepting the son back as a son. The father was willing to accept the son back into his family. He forgave him of what he did wrong. That's a big deal, that's a big thing. What do we take away from that, from modern day context? I think, you know, we know people who aren't Christians. We know people who are members of our families, our friends who aren't Christians and they don't know God. But I believe that God is welcoming them back into his kingdom when they decide to come back to him. God loves them. God has forgiven them of their sins. But then there's this twist in the story, isn't there, where the oldest son doesn't want to welcome the youngest son back and the father goes out to the oldest son. It's a big hoo-ha, it's a big disagreement and... The father wants the oldest son to rejoice with him. And he tells the oldest son, everything I have is yours. The father wanted a relationship with his oldest son still. But the oldest son couldn't accept the fact that the youngest son was being celebrated on his return after all these negative things. Talking from my own personal experience, I've found it really hard sometimes to know that God forgives people when I don't. Not that I don't, but that I find it hard to forgive somebody. God loves everyone. When Jesus died on the cross, the barrier between us as humans and God was torn into two. 
and we were all allowed to enter into his presence. It can be really hard. I'm not saying it from a place of I already know and I always forgive those who do wrong against me. It can be really difficult. But I really encourage you, jump into the scripture. We discussed it at Youth on Wednesday about forgiveness and how hard it can be. But God has already forgiven people from their sins. He has broken away the barrier that people put up because God loves everyone. So what is the kingdom of heaven like? What can we take from this parable? What is the kingdom of heaven like? The kingdom of heaven is like a family that welcomes everyone in. And that is led by the father who has forgiven everyone. None of us are perfect, but God loves us. God calls us his sons and daughters. What a privilege that is for us. Let's pray to finish. Father, we thank you that you call us to be sons and daughters, that you have forgiven us of our sins, the things we've done wrong, Lord. Lord, and help us to understand what it's like to forgive. Lord, when, the, when people do things that are wrong against us, Lord, help us to forgive them like you forgave them. Lord, show us, show us what it's like to have love and compassion like you do. We thank you, Father, for who you are and what you've done. We love you, God. Amen. Bye, everyone. Catch you soon.